Chapter 17 A gust of wind ruffled Victoria's hair as the Pearsons piled out of the SUV at Gigi and Papa's house. She drew in a deep breath and inhaled the cool, crisp November air. "'Girls, don't forget to grab the violins and viola,' Mom said as she pulled up her fur-rimmed hood. "'It's chilly, and we don't want the wood to crack.' Gigi had insisted they bring the instruments for entertainment after the meal. As Victoria popped open the rear door to retrieve her violin, Gigi bustled outside. "'Happy Thanksgiving!' she exclaimed. Turquoise-lined bracelets clanked on her wrists, and a large matching stone graced her right hand. She wore a heavy beaded necklace of many colors and feathered earrings, which dangled to her shoulders. "'Papa and I are elated to have you here for the holiday,' she squeezed Victoria in a tight hug. "'We're glad to see you, too,' Mom enveloped her mother in her arms. "'You look radiant.' A delicious aroma of herbal seasoning and roasted turkey greeted Victoria, when she stepped inside the farmhouse. In the corner, one of her uncles threw several logs onto the fire. The front door burst open and Eddie emerged, a large pan in his hand, followed by his mom and sister. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I've brought the sweet potato casserole. Marie, where do you want me to put it? Marie turned from the sink and flashed a smile. Did you make that all by yourself? He placed a hand on his little sister. I might have had some help. Now that you're all here, let's eat. Papa motioned for everyone to take their seats, then bowed his head. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the bountiful harvest you have provided. Thanks for the neighbors and family who are with us here today. Help us to love one another and to live in harmony with each other. Amen. A chorus of amens swept the room. Harmony. That's what Victoria needed today. She plopped a scoop of Papa's famous mashed potatoes onto her china plate. Want some turkey? Papa handed to her an enormous platter. She forked over a slice, then passed the turkey to Marie. Victoria ladled gravy over the meat and took a bite. Savory goodness danced on her tongue. Everything is delicious, Gigi, Marie said between bites of green bean casserole. You're an amazing cook. Gigi's eyes sparkled in the light. I'm looking forward to your pumpkin pie. Me too, Eddie winked. Marie's face flushed. I just threw it together. We brought whipped cream too, Stella said as she spooned in a bite of mashed potatoes. You can't beat that, Eddie laughed. Half an hour later, Victoria pushed back her plate. She was as stuffed as the bird on the platter. Gigi knew how to feed a crowd. Who wants pie? Marie held up the pan. Me, echoed several voices around the table. The doorbell chimed. Victoria scanned the room. Who could that be? Everyone was here. Gigi opened the door, and Victoria's jaw dropped. Jerry. You made it! Adrian popped out of her seat like a jackrabbit. Jerry stared at the crowd in front of him, his hand resting on his cello case. What a way to celebrate the holiday. Much better than eating alone at the apartment. What... Why are you here? Victoria stammered. Adrian invited me. She said Gigi wanted us to play our quartet. Mom's performing in New York this weekend, and Dad is on call, so I figured, why not? Adrian placed a hand on her hip. You're late. Didn't I tell you noon? He shook his head. No, you said one. I said we'd play at one. It's not a problem. Gigi ushered him into a chair at the table. We've got plenty of food left. 
Jerry's stomach rumbled. His family never did anything for Thanksgiving. A minute later, Gigi shoved an enormous plate piled high with food in front of him, which he snarfed down, then polished off a slice of pumpkin pie. She and Grandma would hit it off for sure. Maybe they could meet next time she visited. Gigi's face radiated with culinary pride. Why don't the musicians warm up while the rest of us clear the dishes? I can't wait for the performance. Jerry, Adrian, Marie, and Victoria moved to the living room. What song did you have in mind, Adrian? Victoria asked as she removed her violin from its case. I thought we're supposed to play Christmas trios, Marie said as she rubbed amber rosin over the bow hair. Adrian scrunched up her nose. It's not Christmas season until tomorrow. I brought something more apropos for the holiday. She passed out several parts. Victoria's eyes widened. You've got to be kidding. Dvorak's American String Quartet? We haven't played that since the chamber music competition last spring. Scared you don't remember it? Adrian situated her shoulder pad on the back of her viola. No, I'm sure you chose it for the opening viola solo. Please don't let those two fight today. Not on Thanksgiving. What do you think, Marie? Victoria asked. It's tough, but I love it, she smiled. It bridges the gap between my two music worlds, classical and fiddle. Adrian looked at Jerry. What about you? He laughed. I'm game, considering that's what you told me to play. I've practiced. Victoria sighed. Oh, all right, but no judgment, since I haven't looked at the part in half a year. Adrian faced the rest of the family for the announcement. Today, in honor of Thanksgiving, we want to play the American Quartet. The composer, Dvorak, wrote this piece during his sojourn to the American Midwest. He developed a love of American folk music which stemmed from African-American spirituals and Native American songs. It is our honor to carry on these traditions today. She took her seat, then raised her instrument. The rich alto of the viola lent itself well to the folk tune. She played with such emotion as though the people's stories resided within her. The music filled Jerry with a sense of belonging and cultural pride. In this country, people came from all over the world to live together in harmony. As Victoria picked up the theme in a higher register, he pictured Native Americans running through trees, hunting buffalo, and cooking corn over an open fire. When the theme passed to him, he closed his eyes and played by memory. His bow leapt on the strings as if to perform an indigenous dance with the early Americans. This was his first real Thanksgiving after all. When he finished, his eyes moved to Victoria, who was watching him intensely. He smiled, and she reciprocated. Maybe he was crazy, but did he detect a sense of longing in her gaze? With a snap, her eyes returned to the page. A slight blush crept over her cheeks. She must have lost her place, because Marie jumped to the first violin part. Perfect Victoria had missed an entrance, because she was looking at him. The melody soared from Marie's instrument, like a caged bird finally given the chance to fly. This style of music seemed natural to her, as though she were born to perform it. Even Victoria didn't appear to mind the shift in roles, but instead smiled at her little sister, the master fiddler. When Marie had finished the theme, she called out the measure number, and with renewed vigor, Victoria resumed her usual role as first violinist. This time, the melody flowed through her fingers like water from a stream. 
as though she enjoyed the communal dance. When the work drew to a close, the rest of the family and guests burst into applause. Pure beauty, Eddie's mom said, hands clasped to her chest. I loved it. Papa gave Marie a squeeze. Made me think of your fiddle tunes. Gigi patted Jerry on the back. A true testament to the American spirit. The world is more beautiful when we work together as a family. That last word, along with Gigi's maternal touch, melted something deep inside Jerry. If only he could be a part of this family, Victoria's family. Instead, he was stuck with his busy dad and obstinate mother, who was plagued by her own past. Could he dare to dream of being a part of this family someday?